0: Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 332. Today, we're going to talk about vision. And I want to share with you why I believe most people struggle with the idea of having a vision. And so a vision is just long-term, clear mental picture of what we want in our business and in our life, right? And the difference between a dream and a vision is a dream doesn't have clarity. It's not specific. It's just kind of a it's a hope. It's a good feeling that things are going to get better. But a vision is a really clear, specific definition of what do I want. And I want to actually share with you today a coaching, a recording of a coaching session that I did with one of our clients, Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie has a bit of a dubious distinction in that this will be the second time that she'll be making an appearance on the podcast. I don't think we've had many people that I can say that with. And I joked with her and I said, we're going to need to actually have you on the podcast at some point, but I wanted to share this coaching session that I did with Anne-Marie because I think it is the perfect example of an, a simple exercise of how every single one of you can start to identify a vision for your business and your life that truly inspires you. See, here's where I think most people go wrong when it comes to vision. We think long term and we just think about the things. That we can get from our business, right? When it comes to vision, we're taught to focus on the achievements, right? Like the transactional definition of success, which is a certain rank or a certain amount of money or different material possessions. And and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I would advise that those things should be a component of your vision. But here's what I find to be true. Most of the people that are in the network marketing and social selling profession, certainly if you're listening to this podcast You're somebody that is primarily motivated by something different. It's not that you don't want those things, but the thing that motivates you more than anything is you want to help people. You want to make an impact. You want to leave your stamp on the world. You want to serve. These are the things that bring you joy and fulfillment. And when we're taught to think of vision in the traditional transactional sense that has always been taught in this profession, we struggle with that. It's disconnected. It feels out of alignment for us. And so the secret to really beginning to make this shift is lies inside of this coaching session. And so here's what's interesting with this coaching session. We start off, so it was the coaching call was to help them all with their I-help statements. And so if you've been listening to the podcast, you know what that is. And we've talked a lot about that. But I'm, I'm helping Anne-Marie in the beginning go through her I-help statement, make some revisions to it. And what comes up is she shares how we've actually talked about this before about how she's always struggled with vision, just finding something that she feels aligned with that inspires her to, to get out there and, and go to that next level of her business and her life. And I bet a lot of you can relate to that. And But what's really powerful is we start off talking about this 25-word sentence, your I help statement. And what we discover is that it actually becomes the birthplace for a vision for herself and her business that actually does begin to light her up. And I gotta tell you, just so you understand, this was something that I actually didn't have full clarity on before this discussion. And as I started talking Anne-Marie through this, this was not like something I was planning on doing. It just unfolded this way. I was like, I as soon as we were done, I, I got immediately off of the session and I. I called our director of coaching, uh, Megan, and I said, oh, my God, you have to listen to this session with Anne-Marie. Because what I didn't understand, you know, I knew the I help statement was important, and I knew it was important in many, many different ways. But the more that we've been teaching this and the more that we've been helping people with it, I didn't really fully understand the power of this. And I always talk about how when you get clarity on your I help statement, it really does become the mission of the work that you do. And here's the interesting thing about mission. For most of you, your vision will be born from your mission. So I'll just leave it at that. I want you to hear how this unfolds with Anne-Marie and I. I'm so excited for you to listen to this. And Why I'm feeling inspired is because what this did was this gave me a whole new perspective on how we're going to teach this material. And so now we're working through a framework. I've subsequently used it with people. And it's like, without fail, it is so moving for them. So we're figuring out how do we actually systematically teach this to our our clients. So without further ado, I'll kick it over to Anne-Marie. Thanks again to her for letting us publish this episode. And I'll be back with you when the episode's done. Hey everybody, Bob here. Welcome to our I Help Statement Coaching session. So today we're probably going to do a mix of some I Help Statement Coaching and also just some regular coaching as well. Um, even though these sessions are a little bit more topic driven, it doesn't mean that we still can't do some of the regular coaching that we do. So welcome. If you're watching the replay, say hello. Let me know you're here. So. Here's how I want to start off today, Barbara or Bree, do you have a statement that you want to share? or Do you have anything I help related that you need some some coaching on before Anne-Marie and I have the discussion that we want to have with each other?
1: We've talked before on I help women desperately looking, which that hands down is I'm very comfortable with that. It's the rest of it. I'm not. I help women desperately looking for hope to celebrate life and live a functioning life again.
0: Okay. So, Barbara, go through that one again for me here so I can just break this down in my mind.
1: Mm -hmm. I help women desperately looking for hope to celebrate life and live a functioning life again.
0: All right. Is this a product one or business one? Product. Okay. And so uh, tell me again what the problem is that you're looking to solve. Well, from
1: if I'm my ideal client, yeah, it's not your typical migraines, it's massive migraines. Yeah, what I've experienced in the past. So I had 15 to 16 to 17 years of not being able to function 80% of the year.
0: Yep. Now I remember that conversation that we had. So let, let me write this down here just so I can have it in front of me and look at it. I help women. Desperately looking for hope.
1: I help women desperately looking for hope to celebrate life and live a functioning life again.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to put that in there. There we go. Does that look right to you in the chat? Yes. All right. So I think the issue is, is it's too vague right now. It doesn't speak clearly enough to what the actual problem is. So I think what we need to do is we need to better define what the problem is for you. Okay. So, your specific problem was that you were dealing with migraines. Is that the reason why you began taking the products that you sell today?
1: Most definitely. And when I say not functioning, I can't even, I miss family events. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you what went on most of my life. I can't even, my mind was just totally gone.
0: Yeah. Got it. And so in your mind, do you, is the woman that you're looking to help? Is she suffering specifically with migraines or are we broadening it a little bit that is she suffering with some sort of chronic health issue that's impacting the quality of her life?
1: I think the scope can go broader. Yeah. My situation was migraines, but the bottom line was the doctors had given me so much medication that my body was toxic and that was my entire problem.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think it it needs, you need to broaden it and you need to be very specific about what it is. You know, you're looking to help a woman that has lost hope because she's been struggling with these chronic health issues that have in a very big way negatively impacted her quality of life. hmm I actually think if all you did was just say that, it would be connect way more than what we have here right now.
1: Yes, it sure does, doesn't it? Something so simple. Why couldn't I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because what is what is simple is most often not easy, Barbara. That's why. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> simple is hard, but I think the lesson here is let's use language that speaks to what the real issue is. I keep saying this and I keep enter that conversation that's happening in her mind. I promise you she's not thinking and I wish I had a way to celebrate life and live a functioning life again. She's not saying that to herself.
1: Right. We just, I'm, you know, I'm on that Thursday wham and we, the group of us, we've gone around and round, and we just couldn't zero in. Yeah. Well, as well as me. <laughs> we could not yeah. zero down.
0: Now, here's the important question.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Have you been using it? Have you been saying it to people other than in your wham?
1: I have been. And I was getting results because before we shortened it is what I was using. And prior, it was I helped Desperate Women regain hope and find they don't have to miss going on vacations, attending family events, get back to a functioning life.
0: Okay, so what if it was just something like, I help desperate women struggling with chronic health issues regain hope. So the last part is, what happens when they have hope again, Barbara?
1: You can partake. I mean, you can... So they
0: can start living their life again. I mean, you can you even know what speak.
1: I, mean, I couldn't even speak. I'll be real yeah. honest.
0: So you can just start living your, enjoying your life again. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. That's going to resonate way more with the, you know, the woman that you're, so I think that's kind of where we need you to be.
1: Okay. That's very helpful.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Thank you, Barbara. Great job. Brie.
2: Hey. Okay. So I've been using mine a lot and. I just love the way it makes me feel inside when I'm sharing it. So I'm just like, I was telling, we had our company convention this week and I was telling everybody, I'm like, you need to listen to Bob's like transformational <laughs> or his, you know, his Eye help thing because it's so good.
0: There's going to be a lot of resurrections happening in your company now.
2: <laughs> I, hope I so. see
0: my feet. My feet is lighting up with people that I have not seen in quite a while. So yeah, good for you though. Yeah.
2: I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. So mine, I have one for business and one for products, but I want help with both, but I want to tell you my product one first. I help busy moms over 40 gain confidence and care for themselves so they can give more to those that they love. And I can type it in the chat if you want me to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do that. It sounds, I love it. It sounds great.
2: Okay. But I didn't know if I need to put struggling with.
0: Put it up there. Put it up there. Okay. and let, Let's take a look at it. I think that the thing with these statements is there, there isn't one right way to do it. I mean, there's probably multiple versions that you could create just by changing a word or two then, and may or may not, excuse me, have an impact. So, okay. I help busy moms over 40 gain confidence and care for themselves. So they can give more to those they love. And so in your mind, is this product or business?
2: This is product.
0: Okay, got it. I think it's great. I don't think anything needs to change.
2: Okay, so you wouldn't say like struggling with blah, 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 or say something about their skin.
0: Look, if we're going textbook by the framework that we teach, it's what we say. Right. But it's not black and white like that. I think that there are examples, and this might be one, that here's the only reason why I say that yeah is because of how you started this off saying how good this feels yeah and so that's the most important thing is you have to be connected to it and why I'm okay with not literally speaking to the problem is because the transformation in some way hints at the problem right it's like you're missing this and what will happen is in the context of of a transformational conversation, you will you will speak more clearly to the problem in the conversation. If you remember, the I help statement doesn't come out towards the end of the conversation. So you're already connecting with her around the problem and exploring the impact. So it's a matter of context, right? If you're using this in the context of a conversation, then it makes total sense. And that's part of the reason why I say it's okay how it is.
2: Okay. I will say, too, it, it's created some intrigue, too. You know, when I meet somebody, even for the first time, you know, instead of saying I work with the dermatologist that created Proactive, I've been saying this more yeah. and it's created some more intrigue. Whereas people already, if they've heard of Rudin and Fields, they already put me in a category. Yeah. But I feel like the response that I've gotten from people have been like, oh, like almost like a, that's cool. Versus Mm -hmm. like, I'm putting you in this box and I already know about that.
0: Yeah. Well, another example of why context matters. Yeah. You lead with the product focused statement, it triggers people's sales resistance. Yes. You lead with this, it sets a different, Context for Rodan and Fields. So now, when they find out it's Rodan and Fields, they're like, "Oh, I didn't even realize that that was what this was, right?" But you're leading with what's important to them and what's matters to them, which is how you can help them, right? People don't care what you know until they know that you can, you care or that you can help them in some way. That's really what they want to know. What can you do for me? What's in it for me? You're leading with that, so you're making a more natural connection with people from the start. And, but the other part of it is too, is, is it's more like when you're saying it, you feel more a sense of purpose, right? Because this Mm -hmm. is ultimately what really drives you and people, they sense that.
2: Yeah. Which I love. And, but you said, don't use it in the beginning in the sense that like, I've been using it when people reach out to me about the products. I'm like, that's awesome that you're interested in blah, blah, blah. I help busy moms and I go into that. And that feels so good to just say that.
0: Yeah. And that is good. But here's what's even better. Slowing down a little bit and saying, well, Bree, why are you interested in the product?
2: Mm-hmm. That's good.
0: What are you struggling with? Let's identify the problem. Let's connect with the problem. Let's explore the impact. Let's create even deeper connection and a more of an emotional attachment Then let's share the I help statement and that will be way more impactful and it will feel way better. You think it feels good just saying the statement, wait until you connect with people in a way that they truly feel like you understand them. Then the statement just becomes the bridge to get them into the process of, well, here's here's what it actually is.
2: Okay. Awesome. So what
0: you're doing is better than most, but there's an even better situation here for you.
2: That's good. And I haven't used this one as much. I guess I just, I don't know if I'm not creating enough conversations with people about the business, but I would love your feedback on this one.
0: Okay. Read it for everybody.
2: Okay. I help busy working moms over 40 struggling with being present with their kids to be able to find purposeful and financially rewarding work.
0: All right, so my first reaction is that you can take out over 40. Okay. <laughs> because the over 40 part to me feels less relevant on the business side as it does the product side because of the skin issue. Okay. And it's not to say that the over 40 isn't still a part of the conversation because that's you. Right. But I feel like it will just it just will flow better. I think it's great how it is. The only thing that I'm to me, I'm connecting the busy and without being able to be present, maybe the only thing I could say that you might tweak is find... Because there, there's the aspect of finding more flexible work. And we know flexibility is a big thing people are looking for. So maybe it's you know finding more flexible work that's financially rewarding and gives them a sense of purpose or something like that. I think connecting the busy mom to the bridge is flexibility, which then allows the transformation to happen. So I mm-hmm. think maybe that's the only thing that you could tweak that it might be missing. I know what people are looking for today. And I know flexible work is a huge thing. And so if if it applies to my statement and it's what I do, then it would be smart for me to speak to that. I'm not saying speak to it just because that's what people are looking for. But if, if it is true to your story, then I think we should have that in there. That's good. Yeah. So, but overall, I'd say great job. Really good. And I love hearing first off that you're using it. Yes. Cuz that's important. And second, I love that you're feeling good about it because that's the most important part of this is feeling good about the everyday process of talking to people and sharing what you have. That's going to make a big difference long-term for you.
2: Okay, good. I'm going to try to I guess I'm going to tweak the the one and I will say this too. I've been using it in my Facebook stories too. And I love it when I'm talking about the products or, so I do think that that's kind of cool too. You can bring it into your marketing and it feels good. It feels, yeah. it doesn't. Well, feel- what
0: I would do is that, that to me would kind of be a part of my intro. Hey, I'm, I'm Bree. I, boom, this is what I do. And then you get into your message. In a piece of content, having that at the forefront would be smart. Because it kind of sets the table. And once again, it's all about context. So if I can provide some context for what I do and who I help in the very beginning of a piece of content, then it might grab the attention of somebody that actually would hear, you know, we only have a couple of seconds to grab people's attention nowadays. So putting that in the forefront of what you do, maybe not in every single video, but certainly in the videos where you know what you're talking about would be relevant to that, I think is a smart thing to do.
2: For sure. Okay, yeah. thank
1: you.
0: Yeah, great job, Bree. Thank you. All right. So, Anne-Marie, do, we, um, do you want to share the revised version of your statement after our conversation last time?
3: Yeah, well, I don't think it's final. And as I noted, the little part, I'm having a hard time wording the last part anyway. But you talked about sacrifice, and I thought about it. So I change it to, I help busy, busy moms who sacrificed a lot for their family to find fun, freedom. And, and there's the last part. It's a little sticky for me. Connect with who they are. Yep. It's hard to put in words or kind of like something you're not aware of until you finally find yourself again or reconnect again.
0: What is it that you sacrificed?
3: myself literally i don't know if you remember our convers- conversation oh, I, re- I
0: remember here. your conversation i remember it very you want clearly. me to say it again i'm just trying to help you get clarity okay. what what about yourself did you sacrifice i mean what parts of yourself
3: yeah it's kind of like yes the, the essence of like everything that makes you spontaneous everything that You become the last person on that list, especially given the situation I was in with my husband. It was, everything was about his career, where he was playing, his schedule. I mean, it impacted everything. And then you add a newborn to that. So mom is really the last one on the list. So it's just, it felt like everything.
0: Yeah. So, in a literal sense, you had to sacrifice your own career. Yeah, right. You had to sacrifice time for yourself. To yeah, spend because on yourself.
3: The, yeah, because he's the one going on the road, and I'm the one staying back home with the baby.
0: hmm What else did you have to sacrifice?
3: Well, I lived in Germany for two years, so couldn't see my friends, my family, didn't speak the same language, lifestyle, just name it.
0: Yeah. Time.
3: I gave birth alone in the hospital with my, like, I mean, no one visited me. It was just like one of those.
0: Yeah. So I think what's missing here is, so there's two different ways I think we can do this. I think we have to speak a little bit more clearly to what was sacrificed. Okay. Just a couple of what you think are the most important. Now, this is a business statement, right? I know. So we're thinking about, we're providing them some sort of a career and work. So we need to be thinking of that in Hmm. the crafting of the statement. So you can do this one of two ways from the negative or the positive. So you can speak more clearly to the problem. So they, I help busy moms who have sacrificed boom, 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 or boom and boom, or we can speak to it, to the positive, which would be the transformation. So you might say, I help busy moms who have sacrificed a lot for their family find boom, boom. So we can, the transformation could be, you know, a fun and filling career or sense of purpose or whatever, like we can speak to it to the positive, like I've sacrificed, but here's what I am finding, which kind of implies that those were the things that were sacrificed. Or we can just speak to it more clearly in the actual problem. My sense is you're better off speaking to it in the transformation.
3: Me too. Otherwise it kind of sounds negative. Because
0: it's self-explanatory to a mom like you she'll get, look, we've all given up a lot for our family. Now, it might be slightly different for different people. So, But then what I want you to think about is when it comes to the area of your career and work, why was that meaningful to you? What did that give you? When that piece of you wasn't there anymore, why was that a problem for you? That, that's what we want to have you capture. When you finally were able, when you did join your company and you had that piece of you back again, What did that give you that, you know, you had that thing outside of just being a wife and a mom, you rediscovered that piece of you that was missing. Why Mm -hmm. was that important to you? Why was that meaningful to you? How did that impact your life in a positive way?
3: It felt like I was finally living my life and not living someone else's life or according to someone else. And I don't want to sound ungrateful. For, I mean, I know I don't need to justify myself, but I just want to say it. And it's kind of you go through the motion and you have a newborn and you feel lucky because your husband is a professional athlete. And then, and then when you start working for this company things start happening for you as a woman, not as a wife or as a mom, that's when you realize, oh, okay, all right, I lost that. All right, I used to be like that. And then it feels like you start living your own life
0: Mm.
3: as Anne-Marie and not as the wife of or the mom of. And
0: Yeah. Maybe we literally speak to that, you know, find, I don't know how you want to describe it, if it's work, career, something so that you can start living your own life again or something like that. Like just in plain English, let's, I like, it felt very conversational when you said that, but I, I got that. Here's a comment that I'll make, Mm Anne-Marie. People will judge you for this statement. Yeah. Because you're taking a stand. And what I want you to understand is the people that judge you for saying it are not your people.
3: Yeah, and I know... They are not the people
0: that you're looking to help. I get it. So you have to be okay with that.
3: I am. Thanks for saying that. But I am. The magnet has two sides and Mm -hmm. it will repulse and attract and I'm fine with it I mean I have pink hair I know I don't <laughs> yeah it's something that I learned and I've been judged my whole life for being for looking a certain way or for being a nerd or for marrying a professional hockey player or for like it, it's never gonna stop and I'm fine with it to be honest because those who love me really do and that's all that matters honestly
0: yeah I think what you have is great because I think there's a message here that is a lot of women are going are gonna to connect with. And I think you should be not ashamed to share it in the way that feels authentic to you. And for any of you, when you really nail this and you really know what you stand for, just be prepared for opposition. Be prepared for yeah. Like if, if you face, here, here's the interesting thing. If you're not facing any opposition, your messaging is so unclear.
3: Well, that's what I wanted to say. I feel like that's kind of, you know, when you nailed it. It's yes, when you the- do. <laughs> you exactly
0: do. The minute you start clarifying and nailing your messaging, just watch how people there. It's the magnet effect. To attract okay. the ones you want, you are going to repel the ones you don't want. And what I'll tell you, what we've noticed in our business is our messaging has shifted pretty dramatically over the last six months. And we've really clarified what we want to say. And it's been interesting to see that some of our community members that have been around for a while have started to be in opposition of it because they felt, some of them have felt attacked because they're guilty of what we're trying to tell people to not do. And that's okay because this is what I know we're meant to do and how we're meant to serve. And if they receive it the wrong way, that's not our problem. That's their problem. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for you because I know this is something that is going to make a big difference in your business. And going back to we may or may not have time to discuss today what we will, I think this actually is a big missing piece of the puzzle for you to help you move forward in, in the way that we want you to. Attracting a different kind of person to your business. Yeah. And having you maybe reignite some of that passion around a vision for where this what's next for you.
3: I still can't figure it out. And I've been with you guys for two years now, I think. And that five years vision is still my nemesis. And I'm
0: what have you not figured out? Because everything you told or
3: that what's next and that five years vision thing, like that big. <laughs> Thanks, Bree. That vision that you're talking about.
0: And what makes up the vision?
3: Your beliefs. Why? You don't
0: know what your beliefs are? No, I do. So what have you not figured out about the vision?
3: What it looks like or what it feels like.
0: What would it look like for you if it was something you could be excited about? What would make you excited about your future as it pertains to your business? What are the things that light you up the most when you're doing them and when they happen in your business today? What are the things you enjoy the most?
3: Specifically to my business?
0: Yeah. Well, we're talking about a business vision, but, you know, the business is a vehicle for life, but...
3: Uh, spontaneously, I was about to say traveling. So that's why I was like, do you mean business? Although it does fit within...
0: Do you not travel now?
3: Oh, no, I do, which is awesome. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> when it comes to the business what do you enjoy the most what lights you up the most
3: I think it goes back to feeling useful either with a client or a consultant and help her reach her own goal or the whatever the client wants or to get that messages that that message that says I've never had such a great skin or like I started wearing makeup again, because it's simple. You showed me like things like that, that have smaller, big impacts are probably the best fuel to me, I would say.
0: Yep. So I think part of the problem is, is that impact is still a little foggy for you in terms of who you're making it with, which is by the way, what we're trying to help you, the problem we're trying to help you solve going through this process. How would it make you feel to know that you helped another woman just like you when you started, that had sacrificed everything for her family, lost a big part of who she was? How would it make you feel to know that you helped her regain that thing that was missing and provided her with all of the things that you've been given because of your being a part of your business?
3: Well, it would definitely feel amazing and I'm going through part of it right now, which is very, very nice and amazing as well, because we just went to a, it was an incentive trip and I've only, I've always only been the, the only French Canadian present. And now I went with three of my French Canadian consultants and the dad stayed at home to, with the kids and those girls finally allowed themselves some time to travel, to have fun, to enjoy, to, to, you know, and I, I remember pausing during that trip and looking at the three of them having fun and chatting with other people and thinking to myself, wow, I'm part of this, you know, like it's not because of me because I couldn't make them successful, but I certainly helped.
0: These are women that were on your team that were there.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So why it wasn't because of you or it was?
3: Well, that's a tricky question. I could never make someone successful, whatever I did, but I definitely Mm -hmm. helped and pointed in the right way and offered guidance and support and time.
0: Okay. So what feels better to you? It was because of you or it wasn't?
3: It feels better to know that I was part of it.
0: That you played a part. Yeah. Right. So why not just make that the story? Why not allow yourself to take credit for those successes? Because you certainly are taking credit for a lot of the failures right now, right? I'm not
3: sure, actually. I remember you mentioned that a long time ago, and you said, if you're not going to be responsible for people's success, you can't be responsible for people's failure. And it really stuck with me.
0: So maybe it's just more, maybe it's just more doing more of the positive side of what I'm talking about.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: of just recognizing that you have played an important part. I get it. It's, you're not the reason why they succeeded, just like you're not the reason why they failed, but you absolutely have played an important part in helping them get there. So why not give yourself credit for that? Let me ask you this, anne the woman that you're looking to help, is she traveling now? Uh, as the no. sacrifice for... She's not, okay. Why is it important for that woman or why is it important for you to be able to travel?
3: That's a good question. I think that for me, it's the ultimate freedom.
0: And why is that important to you? Freedom.
3: I think it goes back to it's my life.
0: Something you created, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. My own. Yeah. mm -hmm. So probably there's an aspect of independence, feeling independent to know that you did something and nobody else helped you do it, or you had the ability to create this thing that's given you these gifts.
3: Well, for sure it's something I created, not because I'm the wife of, but because I'm I'm me and I'm myself. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I feel comfortable with the notion of independence in a way that my husband and I are partners and he is more than happy to watch watch me shine and support me and being there when I need to or when I'm traveling or when I'm whatnot. So
0: Yeah. So that's not that's not it for you, but it's it's really it's just a a greater sense of self-worth to know that this was your thing and you did it.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And to be um when people and are, tell are you you that you're inspiring, that's good too. That's
0: Having people tell you that you're inspiring.
3: Mhm.
0: Yeah. So is is her family traveling now? Or are they just is the family just not able to travel because of these sacrifices and what's happening?
3: Yeah, part is of it for sure. Mhm.
0: How would it feel to her to be able to build a business that not only gives her the freedom, but actually allows her to take her children and her husband to places that they've never been before?
3: Well, one of my consultants calls it her happiness budget.
0: Yeah. You're lighting up now just thinking about this, just so you know.
3: Well, I feel like I'm growing happiness. That's what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What if you allowed yourself to recognize yourself for the fact that you helped create this for these three women. And what if you times that by 10 or 100? What if five years from now, you were on a trip with 30 women or mm-hmm. 300 women that were on your team and you were all sitting around one night just appreciating what you've all been able to create and you, and you know that you're not the reason why they're successful. But the fact that you continue to grow and push and serve is a really big reason why those people were able to experience some of what you've experienced in your life. Mm
3: -hmm. Because otherwise it's lonely at the top. What's the point?
0: Yeah. How would that impact the kids' lives? To be able to see go places and see places that most other children that they're friends with probably don't have an opportunity to do. How could that positively impact? her children, or maybe her relationship with her husband. Mm
3: -hmm. No, I get it for sure. It would show the kids. It's nice to show your kids that mom can do anything she wants.
0: Yeah. Mine still
3: think that I do videos and travel (laughs) as a work, which is fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is the vision. This is the vision. Okay. The vision is born from the mission. The mission is the person you're looking to help. And a big part of the vision comes from the transformation that you help this woman make. And you think about that at scale, the impact that that's going to be able to have in people's lives and just in the world in general. This is the stuff that becomes the driving force. Not everybody's motivated just by... The money in the rank. Some people are. Some people want that. They want the recognition. Yeah. It's not to say that it's not important, but not everybody finds purpose and passion in those things. And that's the reason why we need to be able to clarify the mission first. And that helps us discover what the vision is.
3: I think that I felt or I misunderstood somehow that it had to be something more tangible, like. I don't know, a house in Hawaii or to make a million dollars per year or to buy a car for my husband. Like, it's not as tangible to say to help X amount of, I don't know. I think that's where I got lost maybe.
0: Yeah. So I think it comes down to the fact that everybody's personal definition of success is different.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You need just to discover what is meaningful to you and what what drives you. The reality is, if you were to accomplish and do that, Anne-Marie, what we're talking about, you'd have the cars, you'd have the house, you'd have everything else. Uh All that stuff would just come as a byproduct. But you have to really discover what drives you. What gives you purpose? What gives you passion? What are the things that you need to focus on that are going to make you get up every day and be excited about what you do. And that's different for everyone. Your vision is no less right or wrong than someone else that is motivated by the house and does one. It's a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. But most people are like you. They, we look in the wrong places. I just find that more often than not, especially the people that we work with, they find way more inspiration in what they give versus what they get. We feel inspired when we think about the impact. And now listen, we're only talking about the impact side of the business. We haven't even discussed the impact side of the products. Because uh-huh. there's a vision tied to the transformation that you help people through the products as well. But all of these pieces, what they do is they, they just make up the greater vision of what we do. But what we want to teach you to do is start there. All the other stuff comes as a byproduct of those things. Uh So when you get to know this woman, the better you get to know her and understand her life and what she is and isn't doing and her struggles and her challenges, which is really just understanding yourself and where you were, the more clarity you will have around where you want to go and what you want to do and the more inspiration you will have every day going out there and trying to find people. So the questions that I ask you, we have to ask ourselves. you know, the travel piece I got right away from you. That's something that's important to you. So then we have to ask ourselves: okay, so is my, is my ideal person, is she traveling now? Well, no. Okay. Well, how's that make her feel? What kind of an impact is that having on our life? You know, is that impacting her marriage? You know, look, we have two young kids. We used to travel a lot. (laughs) We hadn't taken a vacation in probably three years. That's impacted our relationship. For sure. A hundred percent. So let's explore that. And let's think how we could transform people's lives in that way. And how would that feel? And would that motivate us, right? The more we understand, the more passion we have around what we do and why we do it.
3: By the way, you need to ask grandpa and grandma. Baby, yeah, I and take so your wife on
0: vacation. I, I would not do that to my parents, <laughs> have them stay with my kids for a weekend. What for, number one, because I, I wouldn't trust them being able to <laughs> keep my kids in, in the like confined in the house for two days. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. But uh, we did just hire a full-time nanny, though, that starts on December 12th. So amen. We're already planning the trips. So,
3: Okay. Because, Bob, you're the foundation of that. I
0: know. I'm automating. We're automating. Yes, we are delegating. We're automating.
3: Okay, good. Because it sounds to me like you're giving advices that you're not following.
0: It's taken us a while. Yeah. But does this make sense? It does. Yeah.
3: It does make sense. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So so for all of you, I feel like this was a really powerful just reminder that it's crazy how this 25-word or less sentence has so many implications in terms of what we do and how we feel about what we do. So the process, it's the editing of the process. That's the hard part, but that's where that's the power of it. So revisit it, Anne-Marie. You're really close. Just a couple of tweaks, and you'll be at a really good place, I think. So let's see here. Christy, Susan, you have any things that are like, they're like, no way yeah. am I going no, I,
4: that. I want to share my. Well, I thought that was, I'd like to share mine, and I really like that process that you went through,
0: uh-huh.
4: you know, with everybody. I think where it gets a little confusing, because I like the process, and I got a lot from what you just shared with Anne-Marie, It's like putting those in words that aren't too flowery and, you know, that have that meaning that you can connect to. So,
0: yep. um, That's the editing down part. That's where it's easy for us to use the industry speak, the things that we just toss around all the time, because that's just what we're conditioned to think about. But that's not where we were when we started. And so that's why we need to clarify and think. But that's where the power comes from
4: actually this it's for my business service product but it also is the person who I love helping so I help menopausal moms or menopausal women whose bodies change without their consent harness that mind-body connection reach their happy weight and awaken that inner wisdom that energizes and ignites new possibilities or a new empowered way of being
0: is this so, product or business
4: it's product because I have a well, weight loss and wellness coaching, but it's also when I thought think about it, those are the people who I love helping. You know, moms who they've worked in the world, stayed home, raised their kids. Kids are you know in high school and they're just getting ready to be empty nesters. That was me, and I've also you know been able to keep my weight down and rock during menopause and beyond. And it's really cool to have that kind of wisdom that we get during, you know, later ages. Yeah. And yeah. Has, I'm real passionate about, like, it can't look like our mom's menopause. You know, I mean, it's different.
0: So I think part of the issue with this statement, Susan, is we're trying to make it be for both. Gotcha. Which is making it way, way too long and kind of okay. and kind of vague.
4: Vague. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if you were to zero in on just one versus the other. Which one do you think you would want to focus on first, product or business?
4: Well, I like business, but I'm a little fuzzier even on that because, so I guess with business, what I've created, what I came up with kind of drafty, I help health-minded women or women with a passion for health and a heart for helping people um, create a virtual wellness coaching business that's flexible, fun, lucrative, and awakens an inner spark of purpose.
0: Okay. So it's very product-driven. What do you mean? It's meaning you're focusing on what you offer them, not mm-hmm. how you help them.
4: Ah, uh, gotcha. Good it point. has to
0: be focused on how you help them, which is tied to the problem that you solve that they have. So let me ask you this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's You are your ideal team member, right? What was the problem that were you working when you So I had a
4: I had a, a wellness business. I had a yoga business and okay. no matter how much I did it was just so hard. The business model was I just couldn't make any money. I was working so much for so little mm. and, and you know if I didn't work I didn't get paid and we needed the money and it was hard. I had to put my kids in after school to teach kids. It was not fun at all. No Vacations, no nothing. It was.
0: Got it. What was it that attracted you to yoga as something you would start a business around?
4: I wanted, I went, I was in corporate, I was in healthcare marketing and wanted and and got overweight and all the stress related illnesses. And so I wanted a business of wellness. I wanted to do something in wellness.
0: Okay. Uh, So you were in wellness marketing?
4: I was in healthcare. Like healthcare. mm
0: -hmm. Got it. Okay.
4: Be in the health promotion department, you know, I wanted to
0: like,
4: and so I left that when I left that, I had the opportunity to do some, I didn't want to go back in corporate. And so I went and started my own yoga business.
0: Okay. So I actually think where you need to be exploring is your transition from your healthcare marketing job to your yoga business. Hmm. Because that's going to be the more relatable part of the conversation, unless you tell me which if you tell me this, and this I, this is just something you need to think about, mm-hmm. is your ideal team member, is she a business owner that is in a business that she's struggling to kind of make it work? She's definitely a mom, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: She's in a business that is just not being profitable for her. It's requiring lots of her time. It's taking away from her being able to be the kind of mom that she wants. Is that the focus? Or is it the woman that's in a demanding career that she's just not really feeling fulfilled with anymore? And part of that might be because she wants more flexibility to be able to be a mom, or maybe she just wants greater control in terms of her being able to get paid what she knows she's worth, that is looking for something that can give her those things.
4: I would say a lot, good number of my coaches are... Like maybe we're like jazz, I have a couple of jazzercise teachers or personal trainers or
2: mm-hmm. not
4: all of them, but, but health was a big part of their lives. And this gives yeah. them a way to utilize that passion and help mm-hmm. others in that, in that transformation process. They love yeah. that. Well, that's
0: cert. That's certainly who you're attracting. Cause that's what you're talking about.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So if you're telling me health business you're really only going to attract people that are probably in the health industry in some way shape or form. Mm-hmm. So here's where a lot of people when they look at their team they'll notice that there's a lot of other people that are like them in some way shape or form. Mm-hmm. So the question for you and I I don't there's not a right or wrong answer here Susan it's just yeah. whatever you feel like is I think you could easily bridge Somebody that has a really demanding career and somebody, because, you know, there's the problem that somebody that has a demanding career and somebody that's running a business that's just not succeeding, they're kind of the same problems, right? Maybe they're not feeling passionate about the work anymore or they love what they do, but they don't love like what they have to do around it, right? They're not the practitioner. They're the operator of the business, right? And so that problem, it's similar My gut is telling me that you don't lead with health coaching business or health business of any kind, because that's a very product-driven thing to say in a statement. And it's going to severely limit the amount of people that are going to consider themselves a prospect for you.
2: Because I bet
0: most of the women Mm -hmm. that you could help that are working, they're not looking for a business. Mm -hmm. They just want more flexible work. They want work that can give them the flexibility to be a mom, but still something they're passionate about that they can earn what they want, right? The business just happens to be the vehicle. I think if we lead with business, that becomes a red flag sometimes for people because there's a lot of people that don't think they can do it. I bet you there might even be a lot of business owners that want to get out of the fact that they have a business because that's become part of the problem for them.
4: Okay, I'll play with this.
0: Yeah, just some, some things to think about. I think that's the direction that you need to go. Now, it doesn't mean that the health coaching or that the health business part of it doesn't come out in the conversation. It does, but it's not what we're leading with. Okay. It's something, so after we've connected with her around the problems, we're exploring the impact. She's feeling understood and heard. You say, well, as a matter of fact, I help women that are, that's amazing. How do you do that? Well, what I discovered, and then now we're getting into the process of, oh, it's health coaching. It's this, but that stuff is only coming out after we've provided the context of that. This could be a solution for a problem of something that is that you really desperately want to solve.
4: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I was kind of going when I joined, it was a nutritionist friend of mine who told me about it. And it was like, I wanted to do nutrition coaching and health coach, but I didn't want to go back to school and get a nutrition degree, or Mm -hmm. I didn't want to. I mean, now there's so many coaching programs and so people are looking for them. That's Mm -hmm. where I was kind of coming from because this is kind of turnkey and you don't have to invest $10,000 $10,000 to still. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was something, but I see that's not transformational in nature.
0: Well, if you're in a conversation with somebody and you discover that, that's the direction the conversation goes.
4: Okay. Gotcha.
0: But let's not lead with that. And let's not make people feel from the very beginning that they might not be a fit for you because that's not specifically what they're looking for.
4: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: So lead with the problem, lead how we can help, grab the attention, set a different context for the conversation, and then let's then reveal to them, well, here's the vehicle. We don't want to lead with the vehicle because they're not looking for the vehicle. They're looking for the solution. They're looking for the transformation.
4: Right. Okay. That's exactly right. Okay. And it makes sense because one of my neighbors had a baby and she didn't want to go back to work. And so I was talking to her about that. And so we've been talking. Now she doesn't want a business, she wants a job, but she's yeah. but again, she's not finding one that's flexible, that allows her to stay home. So yeah. she's talking with me because you know, she used to be a trainer, you know, she likes health.
0: Mm-hmm. So
4: I see what you're saying that the problem, keep with the finding a solution. I'm just still a solution for problem, even though wouldn't, she wouldn't have picked it.
0: Yeah, the conversation needs to be focused on the problem,
4: gotcha, the
0: impact and the solution. And then the vehicle just becomes a natural segue. But she's yeah. not thinking about that up front. She's thinking no. about, well, Susan understands me. Yep. I believe she can help me because she understands me. I wonder what it is that she has thought. So if she can believe that you can help her, then the vehicle will be looked at in a different way. Mm. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So spend a little time thinking about that, tweak it, and then let's talk about it again on one of our next calls.
4: Sounds great. Thank you. Awesome.
0: Great Thank job, you. Susan. Yeah. Really good job. So how powerful was that? Thanks again to Anne-Marie for being willing to share so openly and honestly. And, but I just, it, to me, This is the missing piece for so many of you. It's You're struggling finding this vision that inspires you. You're struggling setting these big goals that you can consistently work towards because you're looking in the wrong place. Look, setting transformational goals, you start with this stuff. You start with the impact that I want to make. Think about that transformation that you're looking to help people through your products, through your business, and then multiply that by thousands of people. And notice how different you feel about those things versus the rank, the money. See, here's the secret. The rank and the money, just like I told Anne-Marie, they'll come anyway as a byproduct of those other things. But why not find something that feels more aligned with our spirit, our soul, with what God is calling us to do in our businesses? This is why the I help statement is so powerful. So thanks so much for being here. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. Hey, one quick reminder, next week, we've got a big training coming up, our project broadcast workshop. It's not too late to register. So if you haven't had a chance to actually grab your spot yet, we'll put the link in the show notes. You can go check out all the details. So have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care.